Listen, all you New Yorkers. This is the 77 WABC minicast. From Wall Street to the White House, this is the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. And we welcome back to the show a very dear friend, Newt Gingrich, former Speaker of the House, Fox News contributor. Written a bunch of books, all of them are bestsellers. The latest book is March to the Majority, The Real Story of the Republican Revolution. Newt Gingrich, welcome back, sir. It's great to be with you always. Newt, we got a whole bunch of things to cover. I need about an hour and a half, but I'm not going to do that to you. By the way, very best regards to Ambassador Callista. Uh, Newt, can I just talk for a moment this Hamas invasion of Israel, Hamas, the Iranian-backed Palestinian terrorists, and I just wonder, Biden just put together, right, this prisoner exchange gave Iran $6 billion. You think any of those $6 billion might have gone into this Hamas invasion of Israel, which comes only a couple of weeks after the prisoner exchange? Is that a coincidence in your judgment? Well, I mean, it may be a coincidence in terms of timing, but look, Iran is clearly the leading sponsor of terrorism in the world. Uh, they are the leading opponent to Israel. And in fact, their hostility to Saudi Arabia has Saudi Arabia on the edge of signing a peace agreement with uh, Israel as a defensive alliance against Iran. So you give them six billion dollars. And, you know, again, agreeing that the Biden White House is astonishingly stupid. They should really have understood that if I give you $6 billion, you can now take something else you were going to spend money on and turn that into paying either for terrorism or for war. They're not just the leading funder of Hamas. They're the leading funder of Hezbollah in Lebanon. And Hezbollah probably has over 100,000 missiles aimed at uh, Israel, most of them low-grade, but still, sheer volume matters. And all of that's being done by Iran. Isn't that something that you understand the economics? Money is fungible. Money, yeah, and the Bidens exactly. don't. I mean, well, really? They, you know, they don't, they don't to, understand they don't that? The, no, the Bidens have accepted, for whatever reason, Obama came to believe that Iran should be the centerpiece of power in the Middle East. Mm. I mean, he wanted Iran to be the dominant country, whether it's because down deep, deep down he's anti-Israeli, or whatever his reasoning, Obama's the original architect of this, and Biden is just carrying out the policy that, that, that Obama started, which was to ignore everything bad that Iran did, give them as much money as you can. I remember that at one point they actually flew cash in, hmm. uh, mostly in Swiss and European uh, units, because they would not accept American dollars. I mean, imagine, you offer a guy a billion dollars, he says, yeah, but not in your currency, because I despise you so much. Uh, I'd like you to send me Swiss francs. And they did. I mean, it's just, they, they, there's something about the American left that loves the aggressors uh, and that deeply dislikes Israel. I think partly because Israel wins, and that violates their sense of being for the underdog. Uh, but uh, it, it's astonishing. It surely is. Well, Benjamin Nadjian was a tough guy, and uh, well, I have the- confidence in him. Well, I mean, sooner or later they're going to have to destroy Hamas, yep. and sooner or later they're going to have to destroy Hezbollah because they are steadily growing threats to the very survival of Israel. Yep. 
Coming back home, you got an op-ed piece. Biden, it's becoming clear, intends to put President Trump in jail one way or another. By the way, Newt, you see this in this New York City trial, this ridiculous trial over real estate values, where the local superior court judge, who is a Democratic uh, partisan, is already threatening to put Trump in jail uh, for exercising speech. <laughs> anyway... Um, They'll go to any lengths, won't they? They'll go to any lengths to stop Trump. Look, this is a war of survival. They're very much like Erdogan in Turkey. Erdogan understood that if he didn't win this last election, he and his son were going to go to jail for the rest of their lives for corruption. So for them, it was life and death. Well, the same thing here. The left understands that that if Trump wins, having learned everything he's learned in the last eight years, if Trump wins, it's the end of their world. Literally. And, and uh, they will do anything to get him. And, and the, the thing people need to realize is <clears throat> when you get these gag orders, a judge technically has the ability to single-handedly issue an arrest warrant based on your violating the judge's gag order. And if, and if you watch, both in Washington and in New York, the gag orders are becoming steadily more restrictive. And now you've got a guy who's running for president who, who's naturally talkative anyway. And you're saying to him, we're now going to tell you what you're allowed to say as a presidential candidate. Uh, and in my mind, he actually is the Republican nominee. It's, I think it's, it's, a defa- it's, it's de facto. It's not just technically true yet, but for all practical purposes, he's the Republican nominee. And, and in most recent polls, he's actually beating Biden. Mm. So you're the Democrats, and you're thinking, look, if I could be, literally lock him up, put him in orange, put him in, in shackles, not just get a mug shot, because that, that backfired on him. And the mugshot actually helped Trump, which which had to have just drive Democrats crazy. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You know, um, at a minimum, Newt, the thought occurs to me, at a minimum, they want to tie Trump up with these trials, make him appear in trials, make him appear in court as much as possible so he can't campaign the way he loves to campaign. And at a maximum, they'll throw him in jail, put an orange suit on. You're exactly right about that. By the by, your point, it's a throwaway point, but after watching the second debate, <laughs> I was out there in Simi Valley covering it for Fox News. Um, really? I mean, it's not that they're bad people, the people on the stage. They're conservatives. They have a lot of ideas. Most of them really probably agree with Trump more than they disagree with Trump. But... As I recall, you came on the show or other show, and you said, do we have to keep doing this? I mean, really? <laughs> Let's devote our resources to defeating Joe Biden. Well, I think there's, there's one survey, for example, where Trump is at 57 and the nearest person is DeSantis at 14. Hmm. Now, <clears throat> if you have a 43-point lead, uh <laughs> Yeah, it's the, it's you're going to win. I mean, it's the, and, it's time. And, and, and the time has come to, to focus all of our resources on beating, not just beating Biden, but winning a big enough majority in the House so we don't shoot ourselves in the head, uh, and winning a, a big majority in the Senate. Because the, the real goal, I, I wrote a piece recently and said, the time to celebrate is not the day after the election. It's July 4th of 2025 when we've completed six months of fundamentally restructuring Washington. Mm. And our goal has to be not just to win, but to win with a purpose and to actually implement fundamental decisive change in a system which has grown corrupt and incompetent. Who's got the best, most purposeful 
policy message right now, Newt, by far? Well, I think Trump does. Sure. I mean, really? I mean, I mean, it's I mean, not- Trump, Trump understands that the country, the vast majority of the country, wants real change. And the, and the polling numbers are staggering. I mean, in, in, in both NBC's and, and, a, and the White Washington Post ABC poll last Sunday, uh, ABC had 62% of Democrats wanted somebody other than Biden. NBC had the number of 59% of Democrats. And this is of Democrats. This is not independents or Republicans. And that just tells you we're, we're moving into a Jimmy Carter cycle uh, where the president gets weaker and weaker, his party gets weaker and weaker, and, and despite the, the dumb things being done by eight members of the House Republican Party, in the long run, the country's not going to be focused on who the Speaker of the House is. It's going to be focused on gasoline, food, mm-hmm. uh, the border, uh, fentanyl deaths, uh, crime in the streets, all, all the things that are in their lives. And on every one of those issues, Joe Biden loses. You know, Newt, I try to capture it. It's about affordability, affordability. Real wages are falling. People can't afford to buy a home, gasoline, groceries. It's all about affordability. Prices are rising faster than wages. You're working more. You know, yesterday's job numbers look good. The top-line number look good. But when you dig into it, the, the people buying, people working multiple jobs, Newt, full-time employees actually fell, full-time employees. Part-time employees rose, and people uh, holding multiple jobs rose. What does that tell you?